Brothers and sisters of the barbecue world, Cowboy Kev here welcoming you to another episode of Man Meat Barbecue with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is proudly sponsored by Fire and Smoke Barbecue. If you're looking for a new seasoning, head over to fireandsmokebbq.com. We ship nationwide or pick up a catering menu for those of you in the Chicago area. Also brought to you by Myron Mixon Smokers. If you're a caterer competition or just a backyard cooker, we have the smoker for you. Go check them out at MyronMixonSmokers.com. And now, here is your host, Mikey K. What's up, guys? So I wanted to take a minute and actually talk about what's going on in the barbecue world. Um, <clears throat> I know that normally we have a guest on the podcast. Today we don't. It's just going to be me, um, I guess, on the soapbox ranting and raving a little bit. But what I wanted to talk about is you guys are starting to see meat prices skyrocket. You're starting to see brisket get out of hand. You're starting to see pork shoulder get a little bit expensive. You're starting to see ribs get expensive. Chicken's hard to come by and all these kind of basic barbecue meats that we all know, love, and use on a daily basis. Um, now, this podcast is going to break up into a couple different things. We're going to talk about the backyard guy. We're going to talk about the the um, we're going to talk about the caterer, and we're going to talk about the uh, restaurant tour per se. And what I want to talk about first is the backyard guy. Okay, guys, if you're in, if you're a backyard guy, dude, clean out your freezers, guys. Go through all your freezing, all your frozen stuff now. Don't go out and purchase a brisket that is six ninety nine, seven ninety nine a pound, unless you're going and buying Wagyu or something like that. Now, if you are paying attention to the prices, all the big box stores are starting to you know, jack up those prices. But if you start looking at places like Crowd Cow, um, direct from farmer places that you can purchase, uh, Snake River Farms, all of these places have not changed their pricing. Why? Because there's absolutely no meat shortage. Anyone that's telling you there is a meat shortage is full of shit. There is not a meat shortage, guys. There is a demand shortage. There is a demand shortage on the product side. Nobody wants to get stuck with the product because unfortunately once you kill the cow and you have the pro and, and you have the carcass and you hang it now what you're going to be waiting on is well you want that 28 day hang and then what's going to happen well that meat starts to go bad not immediately obviously you can refrigerate it or freeze it but you can't hold that meat indefinitely correct that is correct. So these big box processors, which is what I'll call them for this for the derangement of this podcast, is or they're really like they're they're just scared that they're going to get stuck with it. Same thing with the processing pl- or not the processing plants, the uh, the distributors, right? They don't want to get stuck with a product that they cannot move. With restaurants not purchasing quite as much, and I understand that a lot of restaurants are going to start opening in the next coming weeks. Some states already have opened and some restaurants have opened. But with what they are doing to restaurants is they're telling them that they can only be open at a percentage 
of their capacity, which means they're not going to be filling their smokers like they used to. They're not going to be cooking quite as much food. Without them purchasing the amount of food that they used to purchase, what's going to happen? Obviously, that's why these big box processors have stopped because they don't want to be stuck with the food. Now, a lot of big box processors, what they've told ranchers and farmers and all those people is that we will buy your cows, buy your pork, but we are going to give you X amount of dollars less per head than we normally would. Now, if there was a supply or if there was a shortage this would not happen. So once again, I'm saying there is a demand shortage. There's not enough people demanding the product. So there's a demand shortage. So that means that it doesn't make sense for these big box processors to turn their lights on and have people come into work because it costs them too much to process the animal and they're not making enough money. And, It's kind of bullshit that they're starting to raise the prices on everybody when you could keep the prices exactly the same. Just open up fucking restaurants. We're all here, dude. We want to work. Now, the other thing that I will say is if you are going to go to a restaurant in the next coming days, in the next week, in the next month or whatever, uh, please, please be nice. Um, A lot of us restaurant people, a lot of us in the industry – there's going to be kind of a crazy craziness going on right now. A lot of people aren't going to come back to work. A lot of restaurants are going to try working short-staffed um, or understaffed. And a couple reasons. There's a couple reasons for that. A, they'll be they'll be trying to work understaffed because um, they're going to try to save some money. Right? There's gonna be there's gonna be that money saving thing. They can't open to the same capacity that they used to be open at, so they can't quite employ the same amount of people that they used to because there, there's no need, right? But they're gonna try figuring it out. Now the other thing is getting people to come back to work is gonna be a little bit tricky. Uh, with what the government did and offered the extra six hundred dollars. A week that really kind of fucked with the workforce because now somebody's making $600 more a week than they used to make. Why would they come back to work? They fucking won't. There's no point, right? At least not until that paycheck runs out or that gravy train runs out. Now, with that being said, just be patient. Be nice to your restaurant people. Be nice to your servers. Tip your waitresses. Tip your bartenders. Tip the back of the fucking house. I don't care, but just be fucking nice. Um, we are, we're all here trying to get you guys food. Now, the other thing that I, you know, that I'm talking about is we need to start going directly to ranches. If we can start to cut out that middleman, it would be fantastic. Guys, look at the prices. Like I said, the prices have not changed on places that, don't have a distributor. The prices haven't changed because they have their they have their their farms, and they know how much meat they have, and they're going directly to consumer. So start looking at that. That is a, that is a very important move that we should be all be making is looking to go directly to farms. And don't get me wrong, 
Uh, I own a catering company, and we use we use Sam's Club. We use um, Costco. Which brings me to my next kind of point. Uh, for anyone that uses, for anyone that is a caterer and is is working as a caterer right now, man, we are in tricky times. A, you can't have parties that are that are that large. B, you have to start looking at it being a little bit insane because you can't source a lot of meat. Sam's Club and Costco have both told me that they will no longer sell me cases. They will no longer be my supplier, which I think is kind of fucking bullshit considering that's why I signed up there. That's why I go there. That's why I have business accounts with you guys, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of how they pitched it to me. They were like, you're not big enough to go to a, a distributor, so we will do that for you, right? Am I wrong? Nope, I don't fucking think I am. So I just wanted to talk about this. Uh, I hope everyone is staying safe during this pandemic. I really fucking do because it's super important. And I really hope that all of us as a barbecue community can come together and really support our barbecue restaurants. Guys, right now is going to be a really, really tricky time for a lot of barbecue restaurants. I mean, it has been already. And a lot of them have shifted and, and you know, tilted and moved and pivoted to make sure that we could do carry out and all that kind of crazy stuff. But this is going to be an even crazier time with opening patios, trying to figure out how much food to cook, how, you know, what foods to cook, how to manage the crowds that are going to be coming in because we can't have our restaurants open to full capacity, right? So we're going to have to change those crowds just a little bit. And we're also going to have to figure all that out. How long can a table sit? How long can a table sit? And I, I turn that table and still be profitable. Is it even profitable for me to run my restaurant at 25 or 50%? I'm not sure. None of us are sure, right? Actually, we're all fucking sure. It's not fucking profitable. Um, but we're going to do it anyways because that's what... We do. We're here to feed people. We're here to be a family. So please, please, please. I know it kind of went all over with this podcast. It's not going to be a very long one. Like I said, this is just me trying to talk a little bit about what's going on in the pandemic. Talk a little bit about the business strategies that we're doing uh, at, and and just look at the, at the industry and really kind of reflect. So with that being said, guys... Don't forget that every single Sunday, me and Cowboy Kev actually chat live on our Instagram, live on the Man Me Barbecue Instagram at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We talk about all things barbecue. We drink beer. We have a great time. Uh, we're going to be talking about the meat shortage and meat prices this Sunday. So if you have any questions and you want to ask them live, please, please, please tune in. Guys, my name's Mikey K. I really hope that you guys are enjoying this podcast. Please help us out if you can. We are all in this together. We'll see you guys next week.
Like, please don't delete it. No, no. Please. No, I just wanted to make sure we were off.